Hello, everybody. Welcome to Skewed Perspective number seven. It is September 6, 2020. The year rolls on. Uh, we have a guest again. Our usual guest is back for another one because it's pandemic times and we didn't <laughs> record anything else. So here we go, boys. Omar Peralta. Hey, how's it going, everybody? All right, man. We're going to get into this with another playoff update. Sure. We're going to continue the theme. What did you see? Um, well, I saw the most recent I saw before my freaking power went out because of this stupid heat was uh, Denver and the Clippers. And yeah, I was really surprised. I think like everybody was counting Denver out at that after that first game, which I think we've all been very. I feel like one thing the bubble is doing to us is we're seeing like one game and then we're like, all right, it's done. Like that team is going to just totally rip on it. We saw Charles do that with Portland and the Lakers. I mean, we saw we thought that with uh, the Boston and the Rap Boston and the Raptors for sure. I didn't see the Raptors coming back, how they did. No, I that's the one I was like, I saw those two games and I'm like, it's done, it's over. Yeah. More so than uh, the Heat versus the Bucks. Yeah. Like the Heat went up 2-0 and I'm like, all right. The Heat's just yeah, the Heat's just you know stepping up. The Bucks are you know they'll get it together by game yeah. three. Yeah. The that one. I think that's the only one everybody was right about. <laughs> yeah. With that, with that, uh, like that snap judgment, that one was the only one people were right about. So, so I, I just from the text we've exchanged, I feel like you think Toronto's gonna get out of that series. I kind of think so. Right? Yeah, and I think it's just like it's super cliche to say, but that whole like the uh, heart of a champion thing. Mm-hmm. I think like that's gonna play a big factor into it because for me, I feel like these guys are like, hey, we beat the Warriors. I mean, obviously with Kawhi. Huge factor. Huge. Like 33% of, of, of that, the championship. That core is still there, though. <laughs> right? So they those guys still are saying to themselves, we beat the Warriors. Uh-huh. We can get past these young Celtics. So you're selling the, the mentality that they have will yeah. you know, put them over. Yeah. And I think Boston, they still need to develop that because, like, obviously just playoff experience. Like, the Bucks should have that by now. The Bucks should have had that mentality. But how, how many years have the Bucks been in the playoffs now? I'm pretty sure, honest? like, they've gotten, like, two, no? And then okay. last year was the one that stang because they could have, like, I think who they lost to the But Raptors. the Celtics have been in the playoffs the last two years, too, if not more than two years, no? In this current? This, yeah, 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 this current run. Yeah, I think they've been to the playoffs at least two, three years. And they've had Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown for yeah. a couple of years. So they they, they, had, they went like... Those in, guys in, have that, they have that edge. So yeah, yeah, I and guess. The, yeah, and then Kawhi, Clutch, yeah. Kawhi, or not Kawhi, um, Kemba. Oh yeah, Kemba's, yeah. Kemba's clutch been, as hell. Yeah, I really yeah. like their squad. I think Kemba really brings them. To, I think no, I think this squad is definitely going to do things. I can see them getting to the finals in the next three years. I just don't know what it is about. Just I have this. I'm taking. About I'm the taking Raptors. them in the series. I'm taking them in the series. I think. I think this is where. Uh, what's his name? Kobe Clone, Jason Tatum mm-hmm. is gonna is gonna step up like in Game Six and Seven. Yeah, if yeah. if they go that far, you think he's gonna? He's, so you think you're saying the Celtics are just gonna put it away from here on? No, I think they're going to go to Game 7. Okay. Um, but I think in those last two games, or maybe in the last game... What are you calling the margin of victory on the next three games? I think they're close games. I think they're within 10, all of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all of them. Maybe one gets away from one team, but yeah. I think they're pretty contested. I think, they, I think they're all going to... I think, yeah, I could say they're all going to be decided in the second half of the fourth quarter. Watch the next few games just 30-point Blow blowouts yeah. of each team until the last one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be interesting. That'd be so weird. I'm that'd, like, that'd be super there's surprising. no home court advantage for anyone. Yeah. The bubble is just neutral. It's getting to them or something. Neutral. Yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, hopefully the Lakers respond much like the Nuggets did. Yeah, we fucking night. lost 1-0. Yeah, and you know what? I saw an interesting text from Draymond that I actually agree with now after like sitting with it for a little bit. He's like, any big man that's not named uh, Jokic... Um, damn, I don't remember the other two. Oh, uh, yeah, you know Jokic. Uh, yeah, I saw the tweet too. Uh, Jokic, uh, Embiid. Um, who's the other mobile center? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll throw people like Bam in there. Yeah, because he can like yeah. like quick mobile fives that can knock yeah. down the basically, long range. Yeah, basically, if you're a traditional five, you are hope you're rooting for the Lakers because if small ball wins, then it's you're like, the what Donovan, do we need size for? Yeah, it's an even newer era. But, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I feel that's part of the reason I'm so confident about the Lakers because I do not believe in small ball. Small ball is fun to watch. Small ball does not win ships. Until you don't knock down shots. Yeah. I don't know why, but, you know, it may just be because we fucking lost. But I was like, <laughs> what fucking defense is going on right now? But maybe that's the problem. I mean, that is the problem they present, that they space everything out so mm-hmm. much. So you're giving help to somebody cutting to the to the bucket. Someone's yeah. open. But we weren't doing a lot of that either, I feel like. We were getting kind of stagnant toward the because it was a closed game up until that second half of the fourth. Like it was it was a competitive game and then yeah, it was just one of those ones that got away from us because they just the Rockets just put their foot on the pedal. Yeah, they were just knocking everything down. Yeah, and then like we couldn't get through that defense in that last fourth. I don't know if it was fatigue, I don't know if it was rust, I don't know what it was. Well, we lost the first uh, matchup against them. I remember like like it was the first game after they traded uh, their center, Clint uh, Capella. Yeah. And then we played him, and I was like, "Oh, we're about to stomp on on, on this team," and then we fucking lost. <laughs> so I was like, "Damn, all right, fluke, fluke," yeah. and then oh, like here we go in the playoffs. <laughs> But uh, in the same line of seeing someone tweet, um, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice oh, Cube's yeah. son. Dude, he's been cracking me up on Twitter. I, sh- I just recently followed him b- because of the playoffs. Uh-huh. And <laughs> when he's like, I still, we got this we got this fucking series in the bag easy. He's like, yeah. we're going to run back four. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to stomp out this small ball. That's- do, you, do you agree with uh, you were still more scared of Portland than you are more scared of the Rockets? I don't know. Like, I don't think, I think I'm still more scared of the Rockets, but I still, I can share in that sentiment. I think it's still... Everyone healthy, everyone healthy, probably Portland. Um, but that version of Portland we played in the first round. Yeah, yeah. then, uh, yeah, I think the Rockets probably more difficult as yeah. things stand. Mm-hmm. But if it's, if it's Portland, uh, like, you know, their full strength, I think Portland's tougher yeah. than, than Houston. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I think this also kind of, some of our texts... It's still the same central focus as, like, the backcourt. Like, you know, Dame and McCollum and then Harden and Westbrook. Like, it's still, it's still I feel like, in that same type of team, just maybe crank up the notch a little bit for the Rockets. I mean, like, just, yeah, I would take Harden and Westbrook over Dame and McCollum. Uh, just, like, two-on-two, so to speak. Like, you're just looking at them and not just the rest of your team. Um, yeah, I think the, yeah, sorry. So, so I feel like it's still a similar kind of dynamic. Um, and overall, we could probably overcome that. We just we need to rebound. The rebounds, I think I remember seeing one of the stat lines late in the fourth. It was 40 rebounds to 40 rebounds. That's what we need to win. And if yeah, we're not I getting remember, that. I remember uh, yeah. Mark Jackson reading that off, and I'm like, I agree with you, Mark Jackson. Um, for the first time. Yeah, for the first fucking time. <laughs> and um, I was like, how are – I'm like, we should be out rebounding by like 10 or 15. Yeah, and I think that was definitely that. I think that makes up those how much we lost by that those those rebounds so i think you know our bigs 
they need to start crashing the boards a little more and i think you know the universe will settle itself yeah if we as long as vogel and the squad identify the uh weak points make the adjustments uh-huh. i think we can we can uh, squeeze it out yeah because i think this was more of an offensive loss on us than it was i think our, our defense was good enough but usually our money maker is those offensive rebounds so i think you know as long as we can get the rebounds i think that that'll be good because that's that's vital for us because that's second chance points well, once remember in the Portland series, once we uh, in the second game, once they made the defensive adjustments and uh, were du- doubling Dame and you know whatever the game plan was, executing yeah. that, uh, we were playing really good defense. Like they scored like remember yeah. that second game or third game, yeah. like no points should, in the whole half. Down. Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah, I think a lot of it too is yeah, I think the bubble's weird in that you need to get the feel for each other, and I think yeah, this first game is kind of like that feel for game, especially for the Lakers. The Rockets, I know LeBron kind of mentioned how fast they were. Uh, yeah, we don't really have speed as much as they do. Yeah, so. then we, we have to adjust because the Rockets know that yeah. are doing one thing, and that's what they're going to do. Yeah, they're going to play their yeah. small ball. They're going to knock down threes. They're going to, you know, drive to the yeah. paint and kick it out. You know, they're yeah. gonna. That's what they're going to live by and win by and yeah. die by. And then we, I think we're 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 the team. We need to adjust to those. We can morph we, yeah. a little more. Yeah, and so that's that'll be the that'll be our benefit. But I think overall, four two, four two. Four two. You give yeah. the Rockets another one. I'll give them. I game, can see that too. I'll give them. After, I'll give them one game after they're down three one. Okay. So I think we're gonna get the next three in a row. And then the Rockets won't. They're good enough to not go out swinging, but then I'll say four two. We're gonna take it. Well, if we win the next three, and then they win. The other one, that's how many games? Wouldn't that be a game seven? No. Game oh, wait. No, no. They're up 1-0 right now. Yeah, 1-0. So we, we, we win the next three. We're three then we're up 3-1. And that's and then the they fifth win game. One, and then oh, six three, games. Two. So we take it in six. Yeah. Because the Rockets okay. are, they are a good squad. But I don't they're think they're a championship game. squad. I don't think so either. Not for our six. Because <laughs> if, if they are a championship squad, then P.J. Tucker wins finals MVP. <laughs> Dude, that guy's a linebacker. Yeah, PJ Tucker, ultimate respect to that guy. Yeah, ultimate you, respect. Uh, was Le- LeBron pretty much like tackled him for one of those loose balls? I think he just jumped on him. Yeah, yeah I was <laughs> like, that's obviously a foul, LeBron. If he like complains about this, <laughs> like PJ Tucker just took the ball or whatever it was, and LeBron just jumped on him. Yeah, I was, I was like, that's a foul. I-, I liked seeing it just because I was like, all right, you know, show that fire. We still, we're not out of it yet. You still got that heart. Yeah, got that heart for a foul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was a good foul. Man. It was it, a momentum foul. <laughs> Try to stop momentum. <laughs> Didn't work. There was a couple of good plays we had, though. Yeah. LeBron just just tamping down on uh, Westbrook. Yeah. <laughs> Two blocks. Dude, Westbrook got so hyped. Oh, I, yeah. It annoyed the, it annoyed always, the always. I'm like, you fucking bitch, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that was a fucking layup, okay? <laughs> I did like LeBron's block though. That got me hyped. Awesome block, yeah. And his dunk. Yeah. His dunk on Westbrook. Yeah. So hopefully that was a disgusting. Yeah. Dunk, yeah. Oh, but I mean, hopefully him and Davis, they're a little more aggressive in the fourth. Well, I think Kuzma has to show up. Well, I mean, Kuzma... for more than more than like yeah. three minutes a game. <laughs> That's true. Like yeah, like they're saying he's playing solid defense and now it's all good, but like you know his role and what he's supposed to bring is. That that fire, that yeah. firepower. Yeah, that yeah. third option, that scoring option. I don't know. 
And I don't know about playing Rondo all those minutes. Yeah, same. But, I mean, like, he, to be honest, he probably had the freshest legs out of the whole team anyway, so maybe that had a little bit to do with it. But What was his injury? I don't know. Wasn't to one of the legs? Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I'm just saying, because uh, Caruso was playing really good yeah, with I those like, expanded yeah. minutes, especially at the end of the last series. Yeah. I'm like... Don't mess just, up the flow right now. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. bring him back into the fold. Start him if you want. I don't care. But, like, I no, I think off the bench, you know... A ball handler when you don't have LeBron mm-hmm. in the in that type of role, whether yeah. it's starting or coming off the bench. But I, I was like, Caruso was playing solid minutes, scoring, passing, you know. Yeah, I think defense, yeah. really good defense. Rondo needs to be in more with the second unit than in with the first unit. Yeah, and like ramp up his minutes if you're gonna do that. I don't know. Maybe it was like just get in there. We're gonna take this loss on the chin, and then we come back in game two and you're good. Yeah. Who knows? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. We'll we'll see where we're at next yeah. next time I record. Yeah, see. We'll, but we'll so couple, far we're down we're down one game on the f- stupid rockets, <laughs> and the stupid beard and stupid triple double machine. So. Football's coming. It's okay. Oh yeah, football is coming. That's right. Six days. Mm-hmm. Do you think that happens all the way through? Do I think the football season goes through without any hiccups? No, because they're letting fans in the arenas. <laughs> yeah, but. They're spaced out. Oh, we'll see. They're requiring masks up until no one's looking, and then no masks. Yeah, well, we'll see. I think, um, dude, football teams are so big. Huge. Football teams are and so compared huge. Compared to, just, like... Yeah, compared to the baseball teams, compared to the basketball teams. So I feel like that's just... I mean, I hope not, because I'm finally playing fantasy for the first time in, like, four years. <laughs> I haven't played fantasy in, like, four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I, went into this, right. I went into this week with, like, eh, I'm probably not going to play, and then... Some guys at work hit me up. Momentum. My little brother and my cousins hit me up. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, all right, I'll do it. I thought about it too. Someone at work asked me, and I was like, mm. I was like, no. Yeah. I already, I already, I already, like following the NFL, following any sport, like, I, like the sports I like, I still follow. Like yeah. now, like even if I'm not watching all the games. Yeah. To be honest, there was a bit of like a freeing element to like just watching the NFL and not having a fantasy team. It was fun again. Yeah, right? that's I'm why. Gonna... That's why I stopped, bro. I was like, I cannot do this. I cannot do this. I'm like, uh. <laughs> I was like, I can't fucking watch a game and just be happy with a cool play. Yeah. Because someone's involved, yep. and that is not on my team. I hate this play because you didn't pass it to this guy. It was a horrible play. Yeah, and that guy's on some other dude's team, and he's, you know, yeah. the standings. Too much. You know what? There's too much politics to it. <laughs> There's too many things to be upset about playing fantasy football. Yeah. So I had to stop. The but, fantasy, like, I still yeah. like the NFL. The fantasy politics just ruin everything. God, dude. it's. I mean, it's running a whole team. Yeah. That's what being a GM would be like. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> oh, the meta game of a game. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I feel like I'd be a good GM for an NBA team. Maybe if I I don't know I, I would have to have I would have to know what they do first. Oh yeah, I mean assume with <laughs> with the caveat with proper training. I can't just walk in. Oh of the course, role. but I, I'm like, what does the job entail? Yeah, someone would have to explain that to me, and then I'll make the call whether or not I would be a good one or not. Because I don't know if I could fire people easily. <laughs> that would I mean yeah that'd probably be my. You're fired. <laughs> probably not in that manner, but you get yeah, it. Yeah, I, I would definitely be the kind of guy that beats around the bushes first. <laughs> I would hate you <laughs> if I was a player. You're like, what's happening? You're like 30 minutes into the conversation. So, how do um, you the feel? way our the way our bank account is set up. 
you're not in the picture. Yeah, right, just the, blame the it numbers. all. On, blame it on the owner. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you bring in some like top level superstar after you clear some cap with them. <laughs> you're like, oh, nice. No, I couldn't. I don't know. Yeah, I would have to know more. What? What, what is there? Uh, 2K has the my GM mode, right? The yeah, I ain't playing that. I I liked playing Heck, that yeah. as a kid. I play, yeah, I played it as a kid. Yeah. I like the little story. Oh yeah, I I don't know if I would go into it now. I'm like, man, who the fuck is this made-up player I made? <laughs> <laughs> like, I never seen him play on the fucking TV. No, 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 that's the my player mode. I'm talking about like the my GM where you're like, man, the. But did you create mode. somebody too? Do you? Um, and like, there's like the the two Ks from what I last remember. I haven't played one in a while. That was like they added this new mode, like my player mode, where yeah, you create the player and you play only as the player. Mm-hmm. Then there's like the regular franchise mode where you're running the team and like all that stuff, like hiring the coaches and. Oh, stuff so like that's that. only like the um, like uh. I think it'd be called franchise mode, I guess. Then. I think FIFA has shit like that yeah. where you, where you're like making the macro decisions for the yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just I just like definitely like unless I really unless okay. I'm in the playoffs, I just simulate all the games until that point. Of then, course, like, man. Yeah. Nobody trying to fucking watch season. these bullshit games. Yeah. So yeah, and then like. <laughs> Right, my team's like a C minus team. We're in the playoffs. Like, all right, let me just play real quick, go ham, and then yeah, this team won the ship. I always appreciated those modes, if only for the fact that it was like, like a similar to fantasy and the NFL. Yeah, it's a meta game of the game. Yeah, and yeah, you're making these bigger moves. Three D chess, right? Yeah, or four D chess if your brain's big enough. That's what you're doing. You're like, move these pieces. Yeah, I like that of it. And I know too. Uh, I've just been thinking about that again because my cousins they they got the Mamba Forever editions of Two K One, and nice. so they were all like, "Hey, got it! Finally, sent me a pick. I actually finally picked up Ghosts of Tsushima." Actually. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. I have to get it. I um I just bought a uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. I saw that. I think I referenced that in the Activision episode. Oh, you did? Too. Yeah, because I was like, you know, Activision, you know, Call of Duties, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skaters back in the day. Yeah. Dude, that's been so fun. Yeah, it has been. Like the the remastered version of it, it's like a Yeah, it's it's like you'll compare it now to games that exist currently that have been released now. And um a lot of the things aren't like it's not like one of those cinematic uh games. It's like the graphics aren't like that. Yeah. But it's it's those games that you played back in the day yeah, and it's the, the gameplay is what makes it. But if it. you played if you played those games as they exist, like those PS1 versions now, like you're like there's what two there's three pixels on the screen you yeah. know um so it, you 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 transfer over all the feel of the levels and everything mm-hmm. and then you just upgrade the graphics and it's been so fun yeah i'm like just fucking grinding the shit out of a pool that's kind of how it is uh because i gave marisol's nephew mm-hmm. uh my ps2 and so when i go over there i'll just pop it back on and play every once in a while i'm like oh my god yeah. these graphics yeah you're like how did we think this was good <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's what the standard was then. Yeah, I know. I'm like, you know what? It's the TV. We gotta put like, plug it into an old school TV, and it'll look normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you might be right. There might be something to that because you're like your expectation at that point is, you know, the best yeah. that this TV can do. Yeah. And so once you see the game come on, you're like, yeah, that's not looks. That looks right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there might but be something remember, to that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So so the remastered versions have been yeah. like what I envisioned because I remember when they announced it, I'm like what i remember playing that shit on a game boy on the way to mm-hmm, school right so fun so fun yeah i have to get i'll have to get Ghost of tsushima i think so. the one thing i can't play that in front of the baby it is way too violent just from right off Ghost the bat. Of tsushima. yeah like right off the bat well, your, your baby's not gonna be able to tell squad shit of what's but going he's, on though. but he's like he's at that age where he's like he'll just he'll watch the screen and like literally in the first five minutes 
you'd send like your best samurai over there. He fights like the best Mongol warrior. It's not even like the Mongol warrior throws oil on him, sets him on fire, and cuts off his head. In, like the first three minutes, and then the baby is just like watch i'm like oh all right well nope not doing this like i get babies are sponges <laughs> but I, you're like your little uh seventh month old baby right mm-hmm. seven month old baby just getting imprinted with like just subconscious <laughs> visions and he's like he just pulls that like at, at age 13 shows up home with a sword and just starts <laughs> saying he wants to practice and just stab the shit out of people because of those early memories i don't know man even <laughs> You know, we've had a couple, actually, this is, I guess, a decent enough segue. We've had a couple of those moments with Lovecraft Country, because uh, it has some of those, like, shock value moments. where what, it's like, what, just, Yeah, just, I don't, I'm not super familiar, and in case people don't know, what is it, what is it, Love, what is it? Uh, it's pretty much just a show, uh, anthology-ish, but there's, like, a pretty, still a good story that follows throughout, at least through the first three episodes. Uh-huh. Uh, it's really interesting. It kind of, it's in the vein of Jordan Peele, kind of, like, mixing that He rich. produced it, right? He's one of the producers, and so is J.J. Abrams. Nice, nice. Uh, and apparently it's based off of a book as well. But it's pretty, it's in the vein of what I would say some of, uh, like, Us or even Get Out. It's like, it kind of blurs the line between the sci-fi Just a bunch of stuff. and the racial uh, kind of, like, horrors, too. Like, a really good scene, right, is, like, there's a part where, um, like, and all the, the protagonists are, are black, mm-hmm. uh, and they're kind of going through the country like at a very like you know segregated time so like one without giving too much too many spoilers away like they're trying to get out of this county where the sheriff is like blatantly racist and he's like you guys better be out of my county by sundown Mm -hmm. and they're like racing to the county line before the sun goes down and it's like super dramatic and they get past it but then right in the other county are some more sheriffs waiting for them that they know they're coming and it's just like like yeah so um it, it does really good at blending sci-fi horror with, like, I guess, I don't know what we call it, like, racial horror or, like... Social commentary? Yeah. Is, but it it's just, still, is it just race issues? Not just race issues. So, yeah, so just um, social issues. But, I mean, like, yeah, mainly. Like, race is the main, the focal point uh-huh. of it. But, like, just, like, how would you categorize... Because it's, like, horror within that. Like, w- like focusing on... Because, like, like, right, if you're black back in those times, uh-huh. like, it's probably legitimately scary. Yeah, every, yeah. Like, it's terrifying. horrible. It's horrible. Exactly. Yeah. So, but existence. it's like, what would you like to classify that as a genre now? Like, historical horror, right? I'll like, have to I, watch an episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you would say that, but it's... I love it right now. It's my, it's my favorite thing right now. Yeah, like, things that are standalone like that. Yeah. Or, like, can you watch individual episodes and glean different things? Or do you have um, to follow the through line of the narrative? The first two episodes kind of it was weird. That's why that's why I always say it's anthology ish. Mm-hmm. The first two episodes were definitely like there's the story, and then the third episode, it still has those elements of like, like oh this character died and he's still dead in this episode, and you know like that reverberates and affects different characters. Mm-hmm. But the plot line of the third is completely different from the first two. So I mean like for the most part, I could say you could watch the third one. Without watching the first two, there are probably just going to be a couple things that do go over your head, mm-hmm. but like that's maybe like 8% of the episode. I see. But I think it's probably best to watch it sequentially. Yeah, if there's some sort of narrative, I would want to start at the yeah, beginning. But it's still, yeah, it's it's great right now. Like, new episode tonight, definitely, like, that's our favorite. But anyway, back to, like, why this was the segue is, like, it has those shock value moments, and so, like, we'll be watching it with the baby right there. He's playing, and then, like, he turns his head, and then he sees this person with half their face missing, like, I'm like, oh, nope, you can't see that. <laughs> oh, I love the image of you just <laughs> reaching over, throwing a sock on your baby's face. Just, no! 
You're going to be scarred. Like, get me, because he knows what people look like, right? He's going to see an image of, like, I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be a person, but it doesn't, like, I feel like his little baby brain just going to, you know, neurons are going to be firing off, like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> you might be right. I'm sure, I mean, yeah, I mean, things definitely impact you as a child yeah. that you have to then, as an adult, make connections to. You're yeah. like, oh, that's why I'm like this, or this is why I like this, you know. I mean, or at the least, like, he sees that, and then, I don't know, maybe he sees that, and then he becomes the next master of horror because he's just, like, been in inundated with that already. He's like, oh, yeah, that's not that weird. <laughs> I'm just trying to think back to what, what it, at what point in time do you remember having a memory of existing? How uh, far back does, or how early is that? Definitely, so I couldn't have been older than four because I have a couple weird memories uh, when we were in, we were living in, do you remember where the baby shower was at? That like that the mobile homes right yes. there. Yes, mm -hmm. we lived there when I was really young. Oh, really? And I, yeah. Oh, and, and that was like yeah, super like I didn't know that at the time, but then at the baby shower, all my family's like, "Oh yeah, you guys used to live here." I was like, "Oh, oh, I didn't remember that." But I do have a couple memories of like being a child in like mobile homes, and that was mm -hmm. the only time in my life we lived in mobile homes. So I maybe like three or four. Mm -hmm. One specifically was I remember my parents asked me to take milk and cookies to like our neighbor this like sweet old lady and then i remember going in and then i just remember her turning around and i just remember being so scared that i dropped the tray and i ran and like i don't know why and like i like thinking about it now that old lady must have just felt horrible and i regret she's dead now man it's okay i mean probably but still i'm like oh man i made her feel like that like ah a jerk as a child a retroactive regret yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember that. And then, you know what's weird, too? I was talking to someone about this a little while ago. Do you guys have home videos of when you were a kid? There's some. I don't know where the fuck they're at, but, like, I know my dad has some stuff back here yeah. in the garage. Because, like, we used to do that, like, big time. Uh -huh. And I remember watching the videos of when I was a baby when I was a kid. And so now, when I go back to those memories, I don't know if I'm remembering the home video of it, like, me as a baby, mm. or if I'm remembering the actual when I was a baby. Yeah. Name, yeah, namely the memory in question. Like, I was a baby, and I didn't want to take a shower, so I'm, like, literally running around hiding in the mobile home, like, without a diaper on. <laughs> and, like, my dad's filming my mom chasing me, like, trying to get me to go in the bath. But we have that on camera, right? So I don't it remember might, if, That might have, uh, yeah, yeah, affect, like, the memory. Meld, yeah. Like, you, you capture that memory through the VHS yeah. or whatever the hell it was. Which is still nice because it's an accurate that representation it. of it, right? But, yeah, I don't remember how i'm remembering it yeah i don't think i don't think i came online until like four ish too yeah like three or four ish because yeah. i think like and i don't know if this is real or not either i remember we went to uh disneyland as a family uh for the first I, my first time remembering it anyways mm -hmm. um and i was like i don't know like six or seven probably probably like six and um and we went into the pirates of the caribbean and like, I had never been in that ride, and then we went into the ride. It was cool as shit, at least, you know, at that point. Um, but then I was like, I've been here before. And I, you know what I mean? I was like, I was like, are we going to drop down right here? And then we fucking drop yeah. down. We're gonna, are we going to turn right here? We're going to turn right here. There's going to be a dog with bones, you know? that. Yeah. And I was like, but it this felt like, I'm like, this was either a memory or a previous life type feeling, you know, where <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is barely there. This is barely a connection. So foggy, like in a dream type shit. Yeah. I feel like I've been in this ride. So, and that, that must've been like three or four. I, I want to say is what my mom said. Like, mm -hmm. Oh, we, you know, we used to come all the time when we lived in orange County. Yeah. 
So um, she told me like when when she last went there with me, anyways, and it seemed like around that time. Yeah. So might have been that. I don't know. Is that is that would you say that's a thing for most SoCal families? Like the first time going to Disneyland, like because I, I feel like that's more or less probably a thing. Yeah. it's a big deal. Yeah. Like I remember working at the library. One of the things we raffled off during like a reading program or something was uh, um, the grand prize was uh, four tickets uh, to Disneyland, mm-hmm. and then like like. Uh, vouchers for food uh, like for fifty dollars a yeah. person or something oh, like that's that pretty good. That's right pretty yeah, good. yeah 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 and it's this is in muskoy uh so you have a lot of uh communities yeah. you know or a lot of people in that community that you know lower income yeah they wouldn't be able to exactly yeah. to just go to it'd disneyland be like, for a yeah, whole day a everybody production for them to exactly you'd have to, yeah, that's, that's great that's cool yeah so this is probably a defining moment for a lot of people if they you know did if their family was into all that stuff and and did take them there but this reminds me of, uh, like, all this talk about, like, uh, what's your earliest memory or, you know, like, whether or not your baby will remember this, like, you know, <laughs> in a fog or something. Um, the stuff with Neuralink, uh, Elon Musk's company. Um, do you have any context or? Uh, just some of the headlines. But, I mean, like, as far as, like, yeah, I, I guess I would say not really. Yeah, so, um, so it's this implant that would go in your head um, that basically it allows you to interface with the brain. And you can see it'll read neural spikes and neural activity mm-hmm. and graph it. Um, but it also allows you to stimulate, so to input. Um, so like they were they, they had this whole live demo like a week ago. And so would that input just be kind of like just kind of little electric? Shocks? Yeah, okay. little electric impulses, whatever yeah. to uh, to influence, you know, whatever it may be. So like if. If I'm moving my arm like this, you could read that as a neural spike yeah. on that thing. Yeah, and you and see then, where in the brain that... Spike, and then reproduce yeah. it by, you know, stimulating the brain to, you know, with those that same electrical wave or charge. And um, so it, it it opens up this whole, like, broad thing of a can of worms of uh, as far as, like, ooh, what can we do? But also, what are we doing yeah. type of shit. Um, but it was a super fascinating live demo. They had two little piggies, uh, three pigs. They were all, like walking around these pans with like uh, straw and stuff and you could see the little implant on the skull and they chose pigs because apparently um, like the the physiology of a pig's uh, head mm-hmm. it would be similar to that of a human yeah, as far as doing an implant yeah. and um, and then the the snout has a lot of uh, muscles in it so they could read a lot of uh, neural activity when the when the pigs just going like that mm-hmm. And um, they can put the pig on a treadmill and read the spikes like that of how would it move when, you know, uh, or what does it look like when it's moving. And um, at the end of their live demo and like kind of, you know, going over the whole presentation, they um, they had like a roundtable with all the scientists and engineers uh, from Neuralink. And one of the, uh, they're kind of just asking them, they took Twitter questions, they were just asking them what they were most excited for, like to be able to, you know, what how can you implement this? Yeah. What are you most excited for in, in that sense? The applications. Exactly. And uh, one of the scientists was, uh, he was like, um, being able to bring up memories. Like, being able to, like, oh, you're having a bad day or something like that. Like, or you're, like, severely depressed or whatever it is. You can go back to, like, uh, a memory you have that brings you joy and shit like that. And, you, and, and have it in full clarity and, and, uh, and, like, relive it, you know? Are they are they at that point? or that's No, they're like not at that okay. point. Um but that's uh like Some, one, one of the, the one of the engineers yeah one of the engineers was like um it this can be feasible with this technology you know and as it iterates 
and their goal with the implant is to make it upgradable as well. So you have the module mm -hmm. that goes into the circle that you drill in your head, <laughs> and then um, there's like these strands that then go into your brain, and that's what would stimulate it, and that's what reads it, right? Mm -hmm. And then the little uh, little actual unit that houses all the electronics and stuff would plug into that, and then you could get rid of that unit and upgrade it as they get better. So how difficult would it be to remove after it's been implanted? Or is Not, it kind of a one-way? No, no. Um, it would, like, they're, like, they had a pig there without the implant, just so you could see yeah. that it was reacting and, like, walking around like a normal pig. Oh, but it had had the implant prior. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So it had been without the implant for two months, and pig mm -hmm. looks fine. Huh? Um, but, yeah, like, the they want, the I think the biggest thing, uh, and I covered a lot of this in the previous episode, so sorry to people who, you know, heard <laughs> that, heard, have heard this, but it was super exciting. Like, I was at work, and I was watching the live stream, and I'm like, oh, this is this is huge. Like, it's big. Um, and I think a lot of the reason why Elon, like, uh, decided to find found that company um, is he, I forget what their mission or their line is on their uh, website, but he uh, he said something at the end of the presentation at the roundtable where he was like, um, like, he wants to compete to have some sort of uh, handle on AI. Um, and so like having a symbiotic relationship in, like in this manner, he's like, he, he feels like, um, they'd be able to compete and, uh, stand on better ground. You know, if we're, if we're going to this future of like a singularity or like an actual sentient AI type situation. So like there's, I think that's a lot of the motivating factor behind it, but then it offers up all th yeah. these applications like for everybody. They want to get the surgery down to like being able to done in an hour. They want to automate that. Uh, mm -hmm. That's one of the biggest things, actually, going back to what I meant to say, uh, holding up a lot of it is them refining the robot that's going to do the surgery. Mm -hmm. That way it can be automated and quick and, you know, it's not a whole yeah. a whole situation. Probably, they want to get it down to like yeah. LASIK type. Um, probably, yeah. I was going to say probably too that also will make it really cheap. Yeah, that's, all, that's what they want to do. They want to bring it. Somebody asked them about pricing. They're mm -hmm. like, want to bring it down to like a comparable surgery that you might get like a LASIK or like something like that. I'm like, it's pretty ambitious. Would you, would you get that within the next 10 years? I think so. Yeah. Damn I think cool. so. I, I would obviously have to see how iterative it's, yeah. it, it is at that point or, and it's, it, it seems like they're doing a lot of testing and, yeah. and I feel like because Elon is so scared of AI, He's like, okay, we got to make sure this doesn't go south. So they're doing a lot, a lot of tests. Um, so I hope that, you know, persists. But I, I think I would. Would you? Um, not within the next 10 years. If I if I did it, I would want it maybe like 50s, 60s. I'd yeah. be open to it at that point. No, I but think... I mean, yeah, cause I, that does sound super interesting. And obviously, I, I think some of those applications would be great. Because honestly, I think one of my fears is like some like neurogenitive brain disease. That's mm -hmm. like top three for me. Uh, and I think this, just from the sound of it, like, that sounds like it could be... It'd be a big one, yeah. yeah so they want to start their that. clinical trials with people who are paralyzed, people who have degenerative brain uh, diseases, yeah. you know, just genetically. Um, so that's where uh, human clinical trials are going to start with yeah. that population. But, yeah, like, that was one of the another answer by one of the scientists. Um, dementia, all, yeah. this, all these other diseases. So I think, like, in my youth, I wouldn't, I don't think. I think, you know, I'm, I'm equipped with what I need right now mm -hmm. uh but yeah at some point in the future like elderly ish mm -hmm. yeah i think i'd be i think i might also be more open to it just because i already have a like it's not the same thing yeah but like 
a tech a technology that I rely on mm -hmm. to get information, um, and it it uh like it it's so broad in scope that whole Neuralink thing, um, because they were talking about like there would be enhancements you can do, um, like to your ocular field, you know, like a some some sort of like a heads up display, mm -hmm. maybe nothing crazy like what you would imagine in a um, sci fi movie. Yeah, yeah, no, nothing like a, a helmet type HUD, but like um, like some vital information or something like that. They they mentioned too. Um, That'd be super interesting. What would that look? Would that be like what projecting something on the inside of your? Yeah, it would. It would be um, you're you're stimulating the yeah whatever your uh, the ocular shit is. You'd be stimulating um, electrical impulses to project those images onto your onto your field. So I'm like that would be pretty crazy. That'd be that pretty dope. And th there's a couple other things as far as like uh, um, digesting information and communicating. Like uh, one of my biggest ones that I was super hyped for was um, the, I think they said conceptual mind reading. So like so much of our energy right now goes into distilling our thoughts mm -hmm. into words and then communicating that like a lot of energy. Um, and you'd be able to kind of uh, like bigger ideas, concepts, be able to communicate those with uh with um the uh by basically i i guess you would clone whatever spikes or whatever activities going on with your with uh your brain as you're thinking of the thing and then um so just kind of copy paste yeah, yeah exactly um hmm. without having to distill and like lose a lot of stuff that you might need yeah like when you're talking about global politics or like you know just diplomacy like all these bigger things and yeah. there's communication barriers that's instantly, that's one of the things that instantly jumped to mind for that. I was like, bro, we can get way better at like coexisting on the right. planet. Yeah. <laughs> if we last as long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like technology gets there. Because I, I feel like uh, that's a lot. That's a big barrier as far as transferring ideas yeah. and just, just communicating effectively. Having so many different languages and different things that are within those languages. I was like whoa but I, I mean i don't know how far away those bigger things are yeah but i'm like if they if this is just gonna be different iterations then it's just a matter of time yeah yeah because it yeah just the direction technology goes in where we're at it, yeah that sounds about mm -hmm. we got to make it there first though man these fires making it pretty <laughs> yeah, the, the world's gonna to take happen. us out the fucking uh, a pandemic a fire earthquakes it's like get your shit together mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's like 22 fires going on right now, I think, yeah. in the whole state. Hopefully this is the last heat wave that we have to contend with for the year. We're into, yeah, beginning of September, hopefully. It's supposed to be soup weather, man. It's 105 right now, I think. It's hot as balls, and that's why we record so early. It's 107 right now. Ah. <laughs> I know. Whoa. Projected 116, a high. Yeah, my okay. electricity is not coming back at 2.30. Fingers crossed. Don't say that. PMA, positive mental attitude. <laughs> well, yeah, we, um, yeah, those fires yesterday. What, what is that fire called? I Creek, have Creek no idea. Creek fire. I was, let me see. Let me it's see in Redlands. Yeah, if you can look that up or I guess I could do it here. Um, All I know is it went 400 acres and I don't know, like super fast. Yeah, and it's like a 20 or 17 or I saw a big number this morning of, uh, it was like 5% under control. <sighs> But like it's in the Yukaipa area. Yeah, that's what, um, that's what I've kind of seen. It went out. It went out to Thurman Falls. Um, the El Dorado fire, maybe. No, I think really? you're right. I I saw a couple names this okay, morning. Yeah. 
Because then there's the lake fire, but it's saying that that's in the Angeles National Forest. No, and there was a mammoth one, too. That's a different one. Yeah, all these fires, y'all. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this one was uh, the one yeah. out past Redlands. The El Dorado Fire near Yucaipa. Yeah. Um, we oh, went to... Oakland, Forest Falls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what those... I was like, oh, I know these roads. Like, once we were getting up there, because I, I like going on drives out yeah. towards that area. I'll just, uh, you know, get a, dev- a little Devil's Latucci um some music going and just cruising out there for a little bit but we were yeah we were at the river and we left like at seven in the morning from home maybe a little after that and mm-hmm. then we were up there by like eight i want to say yeah, yeah. i think it started like around nine then so you guys got there right before it started yeah we were up we, we found our uh, spot um like around eight fifteen, something like that and then we we're just hanging out um and then i look up at some point because the sun got covered by a cloud and i'm like motherfucker <laughs> i'm like it was, i'm like i needed the sun to bounce out the cold of the water and, and that shit came over and i'm like ah oh, it's cold um but i look up and i'm like okay that's a cloud and uh i can see like a uh, those wispy clouds yeah. it looks like one of those wispy clouds but i'm like it might have been my glasses that let me like kind of just stare straight into the sky as the sun was right there <laughs> So I saw that it looked like a different tint, like a different uh, color versus just a white cloud. You're like, that's smoke. (laughs) Yeah, and then like like 30, 45 minutes later, probably, um, the sun, like something comes over the sun again. But this time it was the smoke. And so everything looks orange. And so we're all looking around at the rocks and everything. And we're like, okay. Like we all saw it, right? And then we're like, there's a smoke, the smoke up there. But it was nothing still. And I was, we were all like, ah, you know, maybe it's someone's burning trash or i don't know who lives around here controlled exactly yeah and so i was like okay we just keep an eye on that but you know not thinking it was a big ass fire and so then yeah by the time we uh we left it was oh man it was so far past like just above us because like we would look straight up and we had to look forward to see See the smoke yeah so it wasn't a you know directly above our uh, vision like if you look straight up Mm -hmm. By the time we left, we got back to the parking lot. Like it was like around noon, probably at this point. Um, that fucking thing is way past like the parking lot and so you guys the feel mountains. Like, okay, this is danger zone. That thing now. moves quick. Yeah, yeah. We decided we made the quick decision once we saw more smoke kind of pushing out above the mountain. We're like, we out here. Like, let's go. So we started just leaving, and once we were at the parking lot, all the sheriffs show up, and that's when uh, people were first or finally were told to leave. You know, there's a fire. You guys can't be here. And I was just like, damn, now they got to go way the fuck in there. Because we walked a, a ways to find our spot. Mm-hmm. They got to go and get all these motherfuckers out if they're not all heading down already. Oh, yeah. So was, was there other people around you in oh. the spot you guys Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could see. Yeah, like we oh. went we went kind of like it was a little bit of a walk, like a five, ten minute. No, ten minute walk because uh, we don't want to be right at the entrance of the yeah. park entrance. It's fucking you're going to have people walking by you all the time. Yeah, yeah. So we went a little further in uh, up the river. But, there, I mean, there was still a lot of people. Um, long weekend, you know. Yeah. People want to get out. And uh, some people were still chilling up there. There was some pretty big parties up there. Um, not not like, like just as yeah. far as a uh, number of people. Um, but we were outdoors, and, it's, and it, it was like families. Yeah. So it wasn't anything that was like sketch or anything. But it's like, they're like y'all got to go get folks up there. <laughs> I'm like, that would suck. I'm like... Thank you, guys. Thank you, uh, fire department. Thank you, sheriff's department. Get these motherfuckers out. Because, yeah, it was moving quick. And by the time 
we were driving down, had to pull over like twice for emergency vehicles going up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whew, that shit moved quick. Yeah, that thing, that was, you're right there at the beginning of it. Did you see how many people or how many uh, fire, uh, Evacuations. the, the yardage, the how much has been burned? Currently, did it say? Let's see, I'll probably pull that up real quick. Know the name of it now, the El Dorado fire. El Dorado. Yeah, I mean, I imagine it has to be pretty big now. Mm-hmm. Did you guys notice it at home? Like, with the smoke? Uh, not for a while, because, I mean, I didn't really go outside that much, but Marisol's mm-hmm. mom, or Marisol went to her mom's, like, around four-ish, and so that's when I was like, oh, there's a fire happening out here. Yeah, yeah and then this morning, the ash everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's, like, ash is falling ash, right now, yeah. actually, yeah, right now, currently. I just wonder how it started. Hopefully it wasn't an asshole. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, it's it's extreme high F. The, just the fire conditions, man. Yeah, it was 115 yeah. yesterday, or 116, whatever the hell it was. Uh-huh. 37,000 block. Uh, expanded to 800 acres by the early afternoon. Oh, no, okay, so now. See, this article was written at, so updated 46 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. It says that about 3,000 homes have been evacuated. And we're at, where is the acreage here? That's a lot of people. Stay safe, y'all. Yeah. So it gives me the, dang it, I just had it too. Oh, yeah, point is, state's on fire right now. <laughs> uh, 2,727 acres, 5% containment. Nice. So not 0%. Yeah, it's progress, I guess. The, but dude, this this heat wave is supposed to go like it's still gonna be 109 on Thursday. Oh, fuck. Well, I guess that's a good cue to wrap this up since it's getting warmer in here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like to get this AC on. Yeah. The way this works, you gotta turn the AC off. That way. <laughs> I wanted to start making soup every week too. At this point, I made chicken soup last week during like the break between the this heat waves. This is PSL season, son. Pumpkin spice latte season. We're supposed to get into the fall flavors. I know. I actually, one of the soups I was going to make next was a chipotle pumpkin soup. Mmm, pumpkin. I like pumpkin. Yeah, I know. It's, it's pumpkin time, so. Pumpkin you know, time. I'm going to make it anyway. I'm not going to let climate change dictate my That's right. Habits. Just stand in front of the AC if it's <laughs> working my, and then eat it. my hot soup. <laughs> yeah. My hot spicy soup. Yeah. All right, we'll leave it there, people. Don't start fires. Yeah, <laughs> Drink that, water. Let you know how that soup comes out. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, we'll... Uh, oh yeah yeah next week um we'll be on the lookout for more eulogies content as well uh any emails at ieaudiolab at gmail.com and then um check out the website at ieaudiolab.com you can reach um, us there at admin at ieaudiolab go to the contact us page that whole little form to fill out oh did you stuff. see the pictures i put on the contact us uh yes <laughs> did you change it i haven't cha- i haven't cha- i haven't changed anything yet <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple of cuties on that uh, about his page, so go, <laughs> go see that. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. See you guys next week.